the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon. How you doing? Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com. Welcome aboard. Forecast calling for some sun, some clouds the rest of the afternoon, eventually clearing out tonight, low 63. Tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sun to start. Kind of humid, then getting on the cloudy side as the day progresses. Make it a shower, a thunder shower, especially in the evening tomorrow with a high of 85. For Sunday, basically on the cloudy side, several showers and thunder showers likely on the humid side and a high of 81. Phillies start a season, or a series, I should say, at the Dodgers tonight. 10-10 start. Stanley Cup Finals resume tomorrow night, Game 3 at 8 o'clock, Boston at St. Louis. That series tied at one game apiece. And the NBA Finals pick up again Sunday night at 8 o'clock with Toronto leading one game to none after beating Golden State last night, 118-109. On today's program, we have some special things going on. We are welcoming Lee Daniels. He's our digital audience specialist at WFIL. Got a lot of insight if you have a business or if you have, uh, you know, at your church, whatever, you're trying to help grow that thing in the digital space. Lee has a lot of great info to share and insight of how that can happen. And uh, also, of course, on a Friday show, we have our famous Now That's Punny segment, and that'll come near the end of the program. And I have a, a rumor that's been floating by that our own Joe Harnett, the hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio between 402 and 458.50. Yes, indeed, he has some new special sound effects Four sound effects he's, he's added to the library. So, and I actually have some brand new puns this week, Joe. Yeah, a bunch of them. Five sound effects? Wow, we're living like Thanksgiving. That's coming up later in the hour. But before we go any further, very excited to bring on our first guest of the broadcast today, the one and only Eagles all-time leading scorer, Eagles Hall of Fame kicker, David Akers. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Timmy D. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. I know yesterday we tried to get in touch and... You're a busy guy. Are you coaching uh, your son's team, or, or what are you doing these days? With uh... I do coach some of the specialists over at, at my son's high school and coaching him as he's kind of coming up the ranks now and as a punter and kicker and trying to go through the whole recruiting process. So we'll be on the road doing all the campus visits and campus camps, uh, you know, at these schools here in the next six weeks. It's going to be kind of crazy, but uh, we got to get our – get our ducks in a row and hopefully get him an opportunity to play at the next level. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, and we wanted to have you on and glad we can have you today. We were chatting with Jay and Lee from the ocean city tabernacle and uh, they have a huge summer lineup with a lot of great guests, including you know, musicians and speakers. And you're coming up. You're next on the list this coming Sunday at, at twice. I think it's eight 30 in the morning and 10 30 in the morning in ocean city. So I don't know if you've had a chance to, to sit down and really dig in with what you want to share. I know you speak a lot with David Akers Ministries, and you've done that for years, even as a player, right? You 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 love to use your platform to to spread the gospel, right? Right. Yeah. So this this Sunday, I'm going to actually be talking about priorities. Believe it or not, uh, this is the fourth straight year that I've been at the Tabernacle, so that's 
exciting to be asked back. Either they have a hard time finding people, or, or, or maybe I did a halfway decent job. So they said, <laughs> "Hey, you know, come on back." But uh, we're going to talk about priorities. What what it means in, in our own lives of how we kind of rank priorities, and, and are they things that match up on, on a biblical basis there as far as what we're putting first. And um, overall, uh, when we start talking about that, sometimes it's a slap in our own face when we start preaching on it, because you're actually preaching to yourself. But hmm. definitely uh, going to be some fun. I'll sharing some kind of stories about myself where priorities were out of line and kind of got back in line. And maybe that people can kind of put themselves in, in my shoes and say, hey, yeah, maybe that's a, something I need to kind of look into in my life. I've really never put it in, into a way that says, yeah, I'll categorize these, and it might be out of balance a little bit. So ultimately, that's kind of what we're going to be chatting on on, uh, on Sunday morning. I used to have a place down in Ocean City, so it's always great to go back and see friends that are basically like family to our family, and especially for all the amount of years that we lived up in, in the uh, South Jersey area. I'm saying up from Nashville, but yes. uh, as far as being able to see those people and you know, kind of love on them a little bit and get out and break a little bread Saturday evening before uh, before Sunday morning. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. That's excellent. David Aker's kind enough to spend a few minutes with us. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. David, of course, played in Philly for many years, also spent some time in San Francisco, and it was Detroit. It was the other team, too, right? So uh, you, you certainly learned a lot over those years, and you're going to have a lot to share about priorities because I'm guessing the life of a professional athlete, as well as being married with children, that's some. That's a very full plate right there, and so uh, I'm, I think I think yeah. you uh, I think you're already taking it out of out of my uh, text. So it's easy, Tim. Don't share it with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, do this if you would, because I think it's important. We could, we've talked football. We can even chat a little Eagles for a second. But um, I know you've been blessed with a godly wife, and you also wear the dad hat. Father's Day is not far off with your three beautiful kids. You already mentioned your son and the football a little bit. Just. Uh, I don't say brag on, but share a little bit, you know, just, you know, what you've learned a little bit, too, on, on marriage, what that Erica brings to the table, your children, and, and just how God's used you over over the years to, to grow into a man of God who leads and loves his family well. Well, first off, I am blessed to have an incredible family, uh, a wife that that has been by my side now as uh, we've been married, it'll be 22 years in June, we've been together 25, Luke, my 17-year-old son, who's going to be a senior this year, one of those kids that um, seems like anything he touches, he does well, uh, is getting highly recruited by collegiate teams, and that's going to kind of start a new journey for him and a new chapter, but uh, I've been one of those dads I've talked about. I've been tough on my kids. I I push them to the way, um, you know, beyond where people think it's comfortable at times, and I say, well, look, I don't want people to except second best. I want them to push themselves and be able to utilize their gifts and talents for the kingdom when it's all said and done. And if we kind of go through life and we just kind of, you know, be a C average type of person or C effort, you know, sometimes we're not going to dominate everything we do, but we have to give it our best effort. And if you keep pushing through that, you'll start to see success on the backside. And I'm not saying in a materialistic way. I'm saying just success in life. Everybody defines that differently. It goes back to the priorities, what you find important. And then I have a 14-year-old daughter, Hallie, who is going to be a freshman in high school this year. And she's very motherly, if you will, and cooks a lot, just made me special kind of French toast things for lunch today. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of not really what I should be eating for lunch, but it, you know, it's always good to try it. But she's a sweetheart girl, um, c- continues to 
to impress me on what she does in school and what she all the different programs she's a part of and very outgoing in, in, in that regard and probably very similar in, in a little bit of, of that nature. And then my youngest, as I was coaching this life football team this year, and we, we had a lot of fun doing that together, but he enjoys creating movies and doing special effects and that type of stuff. And mm. he wants to be like the next George Lucas type. He's, he loves the sci-fi, he loves the Marvels, he loves all that type of stuff. And uh, he's really good on a computer for, for a kid that's 11 years of age, you know. So as far as just kind of what they're into and all that, but yeah. moreover than that, I think they're all, you know, great kids. They haven't shown me an ounce of trouble. And, and obviously, you know, the, over the years, this one thing, that I did, especially with their younger time, just remember going in, tuck them in at night and, you know, praying over them to let them know that, you know, God said he'll never leave you, forsake you. You know, ask the Lord to protect them and hold them, you know, dear. And to hear their dad pray over them, understand that helps them to develop their own prayer of, of saying, you know, God, you know, lead me, show me, hold me. We need you decisions that are being made in life and some big ones for my son coming up and just the other day you know there was some school kind of talking to him he asked for some prayers on that and mm. you know not that the team would offer per se but just in general for for god to put him in a place that he knows is going to be best for luke and, and i i keep telling him that i was like you know sometimes we want to go and want things to happen and it's, I, i've seen it in my life more than they've been able to see it in their own that you look back and you're like, you know, I really wanted to go this way. If I had written a book on how my life would have rolled, it would have gone this way. But God had another story. He had a better path. And, um, and so the, the chapters may be written a little different, but ultimately if you keep pushing forward and, and keep the eye on the prize with him and understand the perspective is an eternal perspective, it, it's interesting how things will align how they're supposed to. And I just want to reiterate to him on that, like, you know, he, he's got you. Things are going to work out. Don't worry about it. Don't put too much stress. If if this school doesn't, you know, seem as interested, and then all of a sudden another school opens up. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of the nature of this recruiting thing. But it's also uh, a good lesson in life as far as the paths we go down and how, the, how you feel like the fork should be this way, but it, it winds the other way, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of it in a nutshell, if, if, if I'm answering your question Yeah, correctly. you are. David Akers, our guest on the uh, Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. We're just going to take a very quick break and continue our chat. Also, want to make sure we shoehorn this in before the program's done. A, a gift card to Wawa, Duncan, or Rita. So give me a quick call if you want to win one of those. You choose 800-560-WFIL. Call right now, and uh, we'll make you a winner. 800 560 well, one person to win her. 800-560-9345 for that Wawa Duncan or Rita's gift card, courtesy of Briner. More of our conversation with David Akers in a second. AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com.
Tim DeMond. Whoop, here we go. 414 Tim DeMond Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Looking to make a winner before we continue our chat with David Akers of the Eagles. Hello, what's your name? Yes, hi, I'm calling regarding the Duncan. Sure. Picard. Yeah, what's your name? Brandon Labady. Where are you from, Brandon? I'm actually from up above Allentown. Okay. Sound like you're on the road. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. Exactly. Been listening for a while? Um, actually, I just heard about the uh, show a little bit ago, and then I was just flipping through the channels right now and heard it and <laughs> was interested in David Aker's story. And so, okay. yeah, I just heard about it like a week or two ago, I think. Excellent. Well, let me put you on hold, and Joe will take your info, and we'll mail a card out to you. You pick, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL. We like making winners. Again, that's courtesy of Brian Chevrolet and Jake in town, PA. Uh, we do that pretty much every day. Let's see, where's my paper? i got to get the next segment ready. We have some puns coming up, too, in our famous pun segment. Uh, but before the break, so we're having a conversation with David Akers. And before the break, David, you were sharing about the lovely family God has blessed you with, including your son, Luke, who has become a very good kicker himself. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you don't strike me. I've known you for a long time as somebody who would try to force him to follow in your footsteps, so to speak. Uh, but, you know, willing to help perhaps, but not forcing anything, of course. So just share a little bit about how Luke has gotten himself interested in being a kicker just like Dad. Yeah, so last Father's Day, Luke Luke was a lacrosse player and a Division One college uh, goalkeeping for soccer prospect. And so Father's Day of last year, he said, hey, Dad, you know, you want to go out and kick? And I was like, now? Like your junior year, now you want to start this? You know, so... <laughs> But he had been, you know, traveling around doing the soccer stuff so much that he's like, "Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to give it a shot." So he did, and his, his kicking kind of took off pretty well. But his punting was very lackluster, to say it the least. And a lot of that came from how you have to hold the ball as as a football punter versus a keeper punting the ball. Uh, a lot of times, you use opposite hand, opposite foot, kind of half volley the ball. And, it just was different to be very linear uh, and with an oblong ball versus a sphere. Sure. So that took a lot of time. And he had a decent high school season. Uh, it was like honorable mention all region and all that. But this offseason, it just caught on like wildfire. He just was able to, to improve so dramatically that his head special teams coach for, for the team, who was a 40-year NFL special teams coach and just – volunteers his time because he's just a great guy he's like man i've never seen a kid improve as quickly as he's done so now he's got some big division one schools you know looking at him he's got one offer already and you know as we continue to to push down this path you know it's one of those things that you see that no i did not push him at it now i'm a bit of a jerk out there on the field i can tell you that (laughs) in between the lines uh and, and we had to have a discussion like if we get between those lines i'm not your dad i'm your coach and there's been some blurred lines there and it's been tough but what i'm trying to do is make it mentally tougher in the practice that when he gets out onto the field it's going to be easy and it is definitely tough to to be the dad and and the coach out there but ultimately i think he's doing it you know just a fantastic job he's not only not not what he is on the field it's what he is off the field and it's interesting, some of the coaches that ended up talking to his head coach, and he said, look, you're not going to have to worry about his character. This is the type of kid he is. And uh, matter of fact, they called him an old soul because, you know, at 17, kids get into all kinds of shenanigans, and he, he's just not that kid at all. So in that part, you know, I can 
couldn't be prouder. But I didn't force him into it at all. I just let him do it. But he wants to have a goal. He wants to play high level, you know, Power Five, Division One football. He wants a scholarship. I was like, okay, then I'm going to push you beyond your comfort zone here and uh, to get you there if that's what you want. What a blessing. That's really cool. That's really cool. Maybe Luke will wear the uh, Eagles colors one day. That would be the really, <laughs> really. That would be awesome. <laughs> David Akers, kind enough to spend a little time with us. I know you're a busy guy. We'll let you get rolling. Uh, at the Ocean City Tabernacle, though, folks can see you this coming Sunday. Speaking both at the eight thirty a.m. and ten thirty a.m. services, uh, and just before we go, just on the on the topic of football, I guess the Eagles have been in uh, OTA, uh, I guess organized team activities phase of their year, and you were part of that for many seasons. So, just what's typically going on during OTAs as fans hear that the Eagles are, are starting to warm warm up before training camp and all that? What's what's going on? What are the goals of the players? Well, a lot of the guys are trying to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Just in the weight room and, and starting to work on individual dynamics of what they see their techniques are and some of the weaknesses and try to pr- progress forward. Then some of the young guys, the rookies, are coming in learning the, the playbooks and the system that Doug Peterson and his crew are doing or, or Jim uh, Schwartz are doing on the defensive side of the ball. So that that's definitely taking place, especially with the young guys and, and the new free agents that come in. But ultimately, that's a time just to kind of you know meet your new teammates because each year you have an entirely different team. People might think you have the same nucleus, but it changes the chemistry dynamic uh, pretty uh, dramatically, if you will. So ultimately, that's just a time to kind of build up some camaraderie, get to know each other, and uh, continue to to build that going into training camp. It's a great point you just brought up. The notion of, I always wondered how much a team, whether it's Coach Peterson, whether it's the players themselves, who like yourself? You knew you you know you're going to be here. That I mean you had to keep earning it, but you, you, over time you build up some some space to you know some grace or if, or if you've struggled at all or any of the players if they've been around a while they, they probably get a little bit of grace. Um, but the the concept of a little bit maybe <laughs> yeah well <laughs> right much. right but not to take anything for granted. But obviously um, some players more than others. But the notion of what do you think next year is going to be like? Uh, it's different than, say, your church softball team where you kind of know who's coming and what they can do and the other teams and ho- how they're going to be. Is, is there, a, is there a, a piece of a team where, like, you know, we won 11 games this year, but unless we really stay on top of things, we could win seven next year instead? I mean, or do you? Oh, the, the NFL is so closely uh, level, I guess, between teams. You know, if you're talking about one of the worst teams in, in the league, what are you talking about, Arizona last year? You know, the year before with Cleveland and those types of things, it's still so close comparatively when you go from the Super Bowl champs to that team. And, uh, you know, they're professional athletes as well. And, you know, just getting a few intricate people here or there to, to fix things is, is, is a huge, uh, you know, component. And then trying to stay healthy through the season and not losing some of those guys is, is another um, another valuable situation to to kind of like, I guess, you know, talk about the medical staff, your, your, your training facility, the strength conditioning guys, the, the nutrition that they're doing, all those things come together. It takes a full team effort to have the success that, you know, the Super Bowl champs do. It, it, is, it is a full-time, full-year job to maintain yourself, try to get better, not look behind you, but know there are people chasing your tail whether it's trying to make the team or once you're on the team, the different um, teams that you're playing, you know, as far as trying to take you down, as far as 
sure. the whole organization goes. So in that regard, I mean, they're continually just trying to push themselves to, to get, get better each and every day. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but it, it's a marathon. You have to literally say, okay, today I'm going to do well on this play, and then that play's over, it's the next play. And uh, when you work out, you're, you're trying to do it into a way that's going to build you up, um, you know, in, in life in our spiritual walk, in our professional life, personally, you have to literally understand that you're going to have to get torn down, and by that tearing you down, actually getting yourself back up, pushing forward, actually build you stronger. And so that's the same thing they're doing in the uh, the training facility at NovaCare right now. Yeah. They're getting stronger. Good deal. Good deal. Thank you, my friend. Please greet your wife and children for us, and we'll be praying for you to have safety and strength and. Uh, for wisdom this coming Sunday, Ocean City Tabernacle. You can catch David Akers eight thirty AM and ten thirty AM as well. Sharing on priorities is the message you'll be you'll be talking about there. And uh thanks again for taking time. Thank you, Timmy D. Appreciate it. Good talk to you as always, brother. All right, God bless you. You too, man. Take Bye-bye. care. Eagles all-time leading scorer, Hall of Fame kicker, been in all sorts of important playoff games, Super Bowl and all that. David Akers uh, taking time out of his day to join us again at the uh, Ocean City Tabernacle this coming Sunday, June 2nd, 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m. as well, speaking on priorities and octabernacle.org. We'll get you more info. We're going to come back with another special guest uh, from our own hallways here, WFIL's own Lee Daniels. We have some more giveaways to do. We have uh, our pun segment to do with some brand-new sound effects and fresh puns and... Um, you know, I was thinking because back in the fall, we had another special guest named Christopher Wright, who was in studio, great musician. And if I'm not mistaken, we closed out our show that day with a fun version of Fly Eagles Fly. So I know Joe's all on top of this sort of thing. You want to fire that baby up? We kind of close out the show. All right. Fly Eagles Fly on the road to victory. So excited. That's our Tom Bodette version of the uh, Eagles fight song. Back with more. It's a Tim DeMar show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. And as we go into our next break here, why don't we make another winner of a gift card to uh, Duncan Wawa or Rita's? Your choice at 800 560 9345 WFIL. Give a quick call right now to win with AM 560 WFIL.
is 427. Tim DeMar Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. You are listening to the Tim DeMar Show, 428 forecast, calling for a few clouds with a low of 63 tonight. Kind of humid uh, tomorrow with a mix of clouds and sun for a while. On the cloudy side in the afternoon, may get a shower, thunder shower, especially in the evening tomorrow, 85 to high. For Sunday, looks kind of cloudy for the most part. Several showers and thunder showers likely. Kind of humid and a high of 81. Phillies are at the Dodgers tonight, 10-10, opening up a weekend series with the L.A. team there. And uh, in hockey, Stanley Cup, Game 3, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, Boston at St. Louis. That series tied at one apiece. The NBA Finals start up again Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Toronto with a one-game-to-none lead after beating Golden State 118-109 last night. This is a new feature. We're going to call it Down the Hall. (laughs) (laughs) If you go down the hall here at WFIL... One of the offices you will find the gentleman who is joining me today, Lee Daniels. Hello, Lee. Hello there, Tim. Thank you for having me. Thank you for making a long trip all the way down the hall <laughs> and up the steps. How are you feeling okay? You want to rest? We should take a quick break? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> okay. Lee is uh, our digital audience specialist. And if uh, you have been listening to WFIL for a while, you've heard, among other things, something called Salem Surround. Lee really is very much involved with what that's all about. Before we drill down on that some, just share a little bit about your background before you came to FIL. You had a long history in Philadelphia. I had um, 16 years at a local broadcast company as their digital media director and the last couple of years in the pharmaceutical space. So uh, between entertainment and the broadcast and more of a clinical approach on, with pharmaceuticals, I think I you know, can provide a wide array of experiences and uh, different strategies and tactics that we used in the past and kind yeah. of present some new customized opportunities for small to medium-sized businesses as well as churches and ministries. So it's a Salem Surround is this great extension, fairly new. I joined the team in the, the autumn of last year yeah. to provide a full palette, a one-stop shop for digital solutions, whether it's a display advertisement, content creation, website design, and especially we specialize in marketing strategies, uh, programmatic display, uh, reaching the right audience with your message. Yeah. And also found a, a very valuable service to to offer to churches and ministries that want to grow their congregation, whether it's uh, locally or we have a lot of interest in, especially through publication of audio and video series, as well as literature on a much larger scale, national, even international scale. So we have that bandwidth. We have that that uh, scalability. Lee Daniels is our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. He's our digital audience specialist, and he knows a lot. So we're going to pick <laughs> we're gonna pick his brain a bit. Let's say, let's give you an example. Let's say someone is listening, and they're uh, um, – you know, in some sort of leadership role at their church. And they know, like, you know what, our website's all right. Our, you know, we want to reach our community more specifically. We want to have outreach. So there are different things they may do. Uh, build, you know, sign out front. They may have uh, other a mailing to the community or go door to door and invite them or go caroling. I know our church has done that in our community. But if that's somebody who's, you know, someone comes to you, Lee, and says, you know, this is our situation and uh, what would you say maybe what are a couple of things that could help a church, no matter where they are, who they are, grow into their community and build those relationships to, to make that kind of contact with people? 
Well, that's the great thing about it is that each church, um, at, le- at least in my experience, has been different. And so the first step is is to contact us and 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 introduce yourself, and uh, we can we can set up a time to talk. Uh, there is a website, philadelphia.salemsurround.com, that folks can visit and they can uh, submit their requests on an online form. Or there's a hotline that we have at six one zero seven two nine one two zero six. So they can call, they can email, um, and we can get the process started. But the, the great thing is that each church or ministry uh, or organization has the, uh, their own unique approach to delivering the message. And what I like to do, what we like to do is is um, find out and then listen to see exactly what – if there are any pain points, if there, what the opportunities are. Uh, in some examples, we've I've worked with churches where – uh, the administrator, the developer of the original site, has either moved or they're no longer accessible. They may not even be interested in in maintaining the website any longer, or they've taken the controls away. Um, so, uh, whatever that, if there's a, a request maybe for a new uh, um, update to their site, a new solution for uh, publishing that content, uh, we can talk about that. We can provide those solutions, and it's very cost effective. We look to see. You know, what, what is the is there an operating budget and what that is and work within that framework? There are other uh, ministries that, that are very solid with their website, their mobile site. Uh, something that we stress is a responsive design that will look fantastic on, on any device that people are engaging. And I'm, right. I think a lot of folks are uh, noticing that even within services that people are engaged on their phones. Um, so it's a device that's not going away. <laughs> they don't turn world. it off. And so we see that as an opportunity to reach those people 24-7. And while that ministry might have uh, services on Sunday, your website is uh, your hardest working church administrator. Just kind of think it that way. And it's on 24-7. It's your introduction to uh, your current congregation or hopefully uh, new recruits. Um, so we're looking to maximize that space on, on all these platforms. Uh, we can even extend to video uh, pre-roll and kind of uh, putting your, your content on YouTube and Netflix. So it, it really is – our goal is just to listen and to see where those interests are and where um, you want to explore. And, and we'll provide a solution and, and a strategy moving forward. Chat with Lee Daniels, a digital audience specialist here at WFIL, works with Salem Surround, which you may have heard some commercials on the radio about, and he's just sharing some about what Salem Surround is and, and how it can help a congregation or a small business, whatever it may be, medium-sized business, reach their audience more effectively and in more places. One of the things that you provide, if I'm not mistaken, is a way of helping uh, those organizations understand really how their quote-unquote digital footprint is doing, and that includes their website and search engine, stuff like that. Explain about that if you would. Yeah, that is actually a free, no-obligation type of service that we provide. And so, again, people can go online and fill out the form on philadelphia.salemsurround.com or call the hotline, 610-729-1206, and we can get that, that free quote, that free site analysis started. And what we'll do is we'll review the site and how well it's built, the architecture of the site, the content that resides on the site, how well search engines are reading that, how how you can improve your site through organic methods where you're not you're not there's no cost. It's something that you can do to your site on the back end, improving the the code or mm. improving the keyword structure. Um, and we'll also look at your social media footprint as well. So it's kind of like a a three tiered approach: uh, your site architecture, um, the content that's on it, and your social media channels, and how well that's integrated together. And we'll provide some suggestions, some areas that we feel that perhaps you can improve um, 
and especially then we can we can discuss and explore any marketing strategies that you have in mind. And and that's the great thing is that we can be so granular, um, whether it's a, a geo-targeting tactic or, or a geo-fencing tactic where we can serve your ads to specific uh, postal routes or uh, physical addresses or, or uh, physical locations within a larger city. Uh, we can get very specialized. Uh, I kind of refer to broadcasting as kind of casting your net in a wider ocean. And, and digital marketing is more of spearfishing. And so you're targeting these people on their hip pockets. You're not wasting your inventory, your ad inventory on people that might just have a device on in the background, like often how television is now kind of a passive experience. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so that your, your ads are served to people that are interacting with these devices and so has a better chance of engagement. And, and that's all we can promise is that we identify audiences and we deliver your message to the right audience. And so I think it's a it's kind of those tactics and again being very granular with them is kind of a perfect strategy for for folks on all levels of business. Yeah. Um and and providing that one-stop solution to creating the 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 ads themselves, creating that artwork, scheduling and programming identifying specific audiences and then delivering uh to those audiences as well as providing very updated reports. Uh we can make adjustments on the fly. We don't approach it as a set it and forget it type of experience. So if you do have a marketing uh, idea, if you have like a a goal to grow your congregation or to grow your business, um, there's no DMA. There's no limitation. We don't have uh, a consideration with propagation that our reach is global. We really can reach any audience, anywhere, and as deep and as granular as you want to get. I like granula. It's crunchy. Whole milk, some honey. That. Thank you very much. Lee Daniels is our guest. He's our digital audience specialist here at WFIL. A lot of insight. If you have a business, church, some group you're hoping to grow, your reach digitally, a lot of wisdom and insight. We'll continue our chat in just a second. Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com.
439, the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. In studio with me, Lee Daniels, our digital audience specialist at WFIL with uh, Salem Surround as well. And you've been sharing a lot of good insight. You had another thought to add. What I, what I think is great is that, and again, when, just because of the, the this audience of FIL, and uh, when I meet with churches and, and faith leaders and pastors and reverends, each one kind of brings their own personality. They have content, often have content, they don't even realize how impactful it can be. Their sermons are extremely powerful. Are you serving that via a podcast? Is it a video podcast or is it an audio cast? Are you Facebook Live, uh, engaging in Facebook Live events? Are you also providing that on YouTube, on multi-channel distribution points? So it's, it's a great way to grow your, your footprint or to increase your awareness. Um, again, beyond the local area of influence and to provide that deeper level of engagement for maybe a, a, an audience that only wants to uh, engage on their cell phones or uh, have replaced television with YouTube or, or some other experience like connected television or OTT content like Netflix and Roku. So it's thinking multi-platform, making people even like these small businesses aware that these platforms exist and how to integrate them and be efficient with uh, with your delivery. Uh, oftentimes, churches will deputize somebody on their administration staff that may know certain parts of digital but aren't fully aware of the full array of opportunities that's available to them. Right. Or they've, uh, again, they've deputized somebody who's no longer in the business or have shied away from that, uh, from digital marketing. And now you're stuck. Now you have an outdated website or an outdated marketing plan, and you need somebody that's going to focus on that and keep that content fresh. Um, and I think that we're seeing that with a number of clients and we're growing their businesses, we're growing their profit margin. And with, with ministries, we're certainly growing the awareness and their congregation online. It works on the donation side as well. Those drives, uh, those donation drives have uh, an affinity at play, an affinity element. And when you're on all these platforms and you're engaging people, all demographics, all age groups, all neighborhoods, it's the perfect match. And it's going to maximize your presence, again, using just – the one delivery method, but now you're broadcasting, syndicating your content, and all these distribution points. I think that's the wisest approach to delivering your message. We're chatting with Lee Daniels this afternoon on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Lee is our digital audience specialist here. If you've been hearing periodically a little a spot for a, a Salem Surround and, and digital solutions and words like geofencing kicked around and probably have a general awareness like, you know – I know I should probably know more than I do. I wish our website was better. I wish our strategy was more clear. If it sounds like a lot, Lee's said a lot of different things already in our short time together uh, because this is what he lives and breathes. And most people, including myself listening, probably fall in the category you just mentioned, someone who has some knowledge of some of things, but don't necessarily have an overall bird's eye view of how it all really can fit together or say, don't waste your time on that. That's not what you need based upon what you're telling me your goal is. And that's a huge part of what what Salem Surround is, where you're starting by listening. Here's where, here's how long we've been in the community. Here's what we're trying to do. Here's when our services are. Here's our heart for, you know, here's where we are, but here's where we want to go. And then you can take all of that and say, here are the platforms best suited to that. Cause there's you know, tons of ways you can go with things. You could just get paralysis from just like looking at it. Like, uh, yeah. that's never mind. I'll just leave it alone. And then another day goes by and you don't do anything. Yeah, and especially when, <laughs> just as people are probably aware that they hear of search engine algorithm shifts or social media algorithm shifts, 
it also shifts people's attention spans and their interests. And so you have to be able to be somewhat uh, uh, adaptive and to be very reactive to how people are engaging on their devices. And in many solutions, when people are looking at marketing strategies, they'll um, turn to automated systems. And you're not sure if your investment is being maximized or people that actually human beings are are digesting your content. I mean, there's a, I hear a lot of stories where <laughs> right. uh, where where click far, you've heard of click farms or there might be an audience that is um, being paid to kind of engage with ads and it's not a true measure of success. And so, right. you know, Salem Surround provides kind of a fully human approach uh, and that we throttle accounts depending on where that audience is. <laughs> yes, Lee is not a bot. He's no, a human being. I'm a real person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's happy to talk with you. It seems like you're, I mean, I, I already know, but you're, you're passionate about being able to help someone get their mind around. I mean, would you find that there are a lot of times people just need someone to take the next few steps because they're not really sure what they're – they kind of feel like, I don't know what I'm really doing. Yeah. All right. I think I kind of do. But yeah. <laughs> and oftentimes they are. They're probably – they are often doing things very well but probably not maximizing it or even be aware that there's other opportunities to deliver the stuff that you're doing really well on other platforms. So right. it's, it's not addition. It's not an additional uh, amount of work. Um, it's just the, being aware and being able to tie those other distribution points together. And right, so, each, right. like I said, each church is doing something different. Each pastor or faith leader, they're very dynamic. It's fun. And that's what I enjoy about it is that it's a different approach for each different church, ministry, or, or small to medium-sized business. I mean, we'll take the large businesses too. It's just that we feel a need. Often those larger businesses will have an in-house solution. Right. Um, but we often find a need in smaller to medium-sized businesses where they don't have that. Or they may have tried a tactic that didn't work for them in the past, and now they're soured on it. When you realize that it wasn't executed very well, when you kind of peel back that onion and find out what, what didn't work for you or what was the frustrating part about it is that oftentimes it wasn't delivered, it wasn't executed very well or it wasn't thought out. Or the, the next phase of that, often these strategies and tactics require a plan, a calendar of events, uh, uh, we can be very – depending on what the product is or how the message is being delivered, we can be very quick to deliver it. Others may take a little bit more time to build that affinity and that awareness. So each business, each church is different. And so that's why it's important for us to listen and to find out what their experiences were before on the digital platform. And and not to you – know, we, we also love integrated campaigns where we also tie in radio because that's the perfect solution is when you're providing that awareness and that content on – all devices and all means of communication, and that—that's my specialty. That's where my education is. It's, it's all in in education or in communication, and um, um, the medium may change, but the message—it still remains the the same as with the early days of radio and the early days of television. Where, um, and people are probably aware of that adage: it hasn't changed. Where content is king, and it will always be king. If you don't have great content, it doesn't matter how many distribution points you have. Right. It's just that people, when they see that they have great content, they're not aware that they can deliver this message in so many different ways, it's shaped differently, in different colors. Um, it's it, you know the first right. step is to listen and to find out what worked for you in the past, where their interests are, and then come back with a solution and come back with an idea and a strategy and see where, how it fits. Lee Daniels, digital audience specialist here at WFIL with uh, Salem Surround as well. Our guest going to take a very quick break. Continue our chat. We also have our now that's punny segment to jam in before the program starts. Coming up in just a moment. WFIL. Thanks for tuning in today. It's Tim DeMoss Show. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com.
We're rolling along with Lee Daniels from WFIL, and he's a digital audience specialist here with us at the radio station. You've been uh, sharing a lot of good info today. Uh, one of the things you said earlier I thought might strike a note with people is the fact that they already have content. Maybe a pastor has already prepared the sermon and preached it, and it's done. And they maybe maybe they have a podcast on their site. They've gotten that far with it, but then they haven't really realized, oh, well, I could actually put it in six other places for not a whole lot more work. I didn't even really think of that. Right. And also to repurpose that content. So uh, if, say, that podcast, maybe they're already syndicating the podcast. It's being distributed on iTunes and other podcast distribution sites. But maybe that's that also works well to serve as a blog or a newsletter. You know, you're not creating additional work other than delivering this newsletter. And the great thing about um, faith-based messaging is that enjoys one of the highest open rates in any category within um, newsletters. And open rates is kind of the key metric that people use to see sure. how many people are opening that newsletter, right? right? And, and nonprofits, faith-based charity, donation, volunteerism, that category is one or two at the very top of the list with an open rate of over 35%. And the average open rate for a newsletter, I mean, if you're at 8%, 10 12%, you're doing really well. So to think right. about that, 30, over 35%, I mean, that's fantastic. So you have a built-in, loyal audience with that type of messaging. Maybe you should create and consider a, creating a newsletter or creating a blog series or a video blog series where you're repurposing uh, a sermon. That's Maybe you're recording that directly from the podium into a laptop. It's something that you're doing every, uh, every uh, Sunday or every time that you have uh, a the, the group is meeting. Um, so you're creating that. You're recording that sermon distributing it as soon as it's finished, and then repurposing it for a newsletter to keep people engaged. Maybe segments within that sermon make great social media posts. Tie that to an image, a nice inspirational image, and use that for an Instagram post. So repurposing existing content on multiple platforms, it's, it's just the only limitation is your creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good in, uh, insight and wisdom there. And as you're talking to, I was reminded there's a friend of mine He's a, he's a rapper, and he's been on our show a few times. His name is uh, KJ52. His real name's Jonas Sorrentino. And he shared with me about five years ago, actually, it's been – it's like, Tim, you know, when I first started doing this music 20-plus years ago, it, you know, it was fairly straightforward how you would present and connect with people. He says, now I have to keep up on all these platforms. And if I, I can't just say, oh, I like Facebook. Find me there because, I mean, well, I can do that, but then I'm going to lose the other people who have – their preferences being on YouTube or exactly. other Instagram. I like Instagram. I never got Instagram. Well, okay. You don't have to love it, but you should have a presence there if you can to, because now you're going and reaching the audience where they are not telling them they have to come find you over here. Right. And there's tools available that allow you to kind of cross syndicate or, or to distribute on one publishing system will distribute your content to all channels. So there are tools out there that allow you to kind of be very efficient with your time. Yeah. And especially that's a great, uh, great point. Um, with music and artists, I'm a musician myself. I know that a lot of the ministries that uh, I visited have bands, uh, which is great. And it's something that it provides a whole, whole new area of development. If, if you're um, creating this wonderful music, um, religious music, and providing that type of content on these platforms. So the music part of it opens up a whole new area of creativity and development. Too. Mm, that's good. Good stuff. Lee Daniels been our guest. He's our digital audience specialist at WFIL. Been listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com, Philadelphia.SalemSurround.com, or 610-729-1206. If you want to talk with Lee and just one of the kind of PS to the, our conversation here, 
you mentioned that kind of an integrated campaign because of WFIL. You know, we have the extra benefit of providing that whole extra way of working with a, a, a ministry or a church or a business owner, whoever wants to potentially advertise and get the word out. They can do it with WFIL on the air, on our site, on their site, because you're helping them and also push the message out different ways. So there's really a lot of uh, synergy that can be created that we have that people may not be aware that, man, I could get all of those things rolled into one. Coming from one place with a like-minded group of people, which is different than just kind of outsourcing, like, I don't know how to do this. Somebody else do it for me. Because you mentioned we don't just set it and forget it. Absolutely. Right? We keep the content fresh. And also when you talk about that, the scalability of Salem Surround is our parent company. Salem Media Group has over 116 stations throughout the country. And so we have a number of advertisers that have uh, – they want a national reach. And they need to start small just because of budgetary reasons but with the idea of growth. And so if there's an interest out there that – this area, Philadelphia, can be seen as kind of a, a, an incubator of ideas yeah. or a hub. And then what our goal is with a couple of our, these advertisers um, or religious groups is that we'll grow that in concentric circles throughout the country. Um, they have an interest to reach the northeast in the Boston area or they want to reach further south. And we have a, a cluster, a Salem Media group, group of radio stations in Florida. And so throughout the country, we're, we're covered. And we even have interest with some groups uh, providing um, – uh, religious Christian literature to uh, other countries. Uh, we have a couple in Africa and in India as well that mm. we're, we're um, hoping to market in the near future. Yeah. So there's no limitation. That's what's exciting for me is kind of developing these projects um, customized to the individual needs of each group, uh, each business, each church or ministry, um, and also getting to meet the folks too, which has been a fantastic experience and even in my short time here. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, Lee's been doing this for many years. And we're glad to have him here at WFIL. If you want to get in touch, again, two different main ways, philadelphia.salemsurround.com or 610-729-1206. And uh, Lee would be happy to chat with you and just do a lot of listening, jotting down notes, starting to give ideas, and then building. Because I'm guessing a good part of the whole relationship has to do with obviously understanding where these where an individual is coming from, a business leader or someone, a small business owner or a pastor or whatever it might be. Or even someone who's thinking of starting a business. You catch them on the way in. We have folks that need a website, I mean, from scratch, or they have an outdated site that's from scratch. And and so often, you know, establishing those the, the early blocks in the foundation of your building, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the start, is that there needs to be a destination. I certainly encourage folks um, to think beyond. Some people think that, yeah, like you mentioned earlier, Tim, that they think that the Facebook channel or that site is, that's all it's going to, that's all that's needed. Um, but Facebook changes. Facebook doesn't promise that your your message will be will be seen. Right. Um, but your site is. It's kind of your calling card, and it's something that you control, that you will have complete control over the administration, keeping that content fresh, and using those other channels to drive traffic um, and eyeballs and loyalists and pe- folks in the congregation to your calling card, to your site, where you know how that content is laid out, and you know what you're able to feature on your homepage. Right. You know how folks will be able to c- connect with you via uh, forms online, uh, and of course the donation drives as well. I mean, Facebook's certainly an important element to that, but um, I think most people are savvy enough to realize that that's not the only entry point um, to deliver their message. That right. there, there needs to be a site, um, especially for it to be responsive. Uh, if your so, business, if you're, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say uh, that's the first step. Is that yeah. it, it's not only a website, but it also is responsive. That again, that that's where it snaps to fit depending on the device that you're looking at, separate from mobile-friendly, 
Yeah. Um, the difference is that, you know, the, with a responsive site, the, the fonts will adjust to the right reading uh, size for the platform. The content will adjust to a, uh, a display that people will find enjoyable. Right. Oftentimes with a mobile site, they're still pinching and poking on their, fo- on their phones and tablets. Um, and it doesn't provide the best experience. Uh, most sites are being developed now on, via responsive. Um, but certainly if there's a question about any of that with the architecture, um, we can be in touch and can explain to them in, uh, uh, in detail. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. Lee Daniels, our guest. Have a good weekend, Lee. Thank you. You too. Tim. Any Thanks. big plans? Well, it's going to be warm. I'm definitely going to be biking. So, yeah. <laughs> Good. Enjoy. Yeah, just Sunday may be a little rainy. So. Yeah, I got a raincoat. It's yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, we're biking in a raincoat. <laughs> That's very good. All right. Lee Daniels, WFL's digital media specialist. Reach out to him here at the station. Philadelphia.SalemSurround.com as well. That music can only mean one thing. It's time for Now That's Funny. Joe Harnett, our swell producer, has five brand new sound effects. Wow. All right. Well, I have some brand new puns. Joe, did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? Great food, no atmosphere. <laughs> Ow, my head hurts. This food's great because there's cheese there. I mean, the moon is made out of cheese, isn't it not? I had a whole block the other night. Didn't mean to. It was like one slice at a time. And before long, it was like, uh oh. Speaking of cheese, what do you call cheese that's not yours, Joe? That's nacho cheese. <laughs> Want to hear a joke about paper? Never mind, it's terrible. <laughs> Lambs? <laughs> well, in the animal realm, Joe, how does a penguin build its house? It glues it together. <laughs> Thank you. My lovely daughter, Theodora, asked me to put her shoes on this morning. I told her I didn't think they'd fit. I'm not going to do that. Clearly, my feet are too large. Why did the scarecrow win an award? Because he was outstanding in his field. What would you do with a brain if you had one? Nice work, Joe Harnett. Wow. Hey, what do you call an elephant that doesn't matter? An irrelevant. <laughs> wow. Like I thought about going on an all almond diet, but that's just nuts. <laughs> hey, I want to tell you a joke about construction, Joe, but it's going to have to wait till next week because I'm still working on it. <laughs> Thank you, then, Luke. Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries, Legion Prayer next. Have a lovely weekend. See you Monday. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.